Live from under the lights and on the field, the truth gridiron game of the week presented by Gruber Law Offices happens right here on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Now, live from the field, here is Evan Witt Tallison and Warren Price. Benson Stadium here on the Milwaukee Northwest side as we are set to bring you the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Evan Wittallison, joined by Warren Price, and it is a gorgeous night here for football. It is a little cloudy to our west, but overall the rain should hold out for this game to get completed here as we have the defending Division Three state champion, Pewaukee Pirates, taking on the Riverside Milwaukee Riverside Tigers. And at this time, I'm going to bring in Warren Price. And uh, thank you for uh, joining me here on the broadcast today. Listen here, Evan Wittallison. This is an honor and an absolute privilege to be invited to come and call high school football here for the truth. And being that this is just such a historic night. This is the inaugural game here for the Gridiron Game of the Week. And I am pumped up. We're in the V House here, northwest side of Milwaukee. You got a quality program here in Milwaukee Riverside playing against a defending state champion. Good non-conference test for both teams, actually. You know, with with Riverside, they always want to stay challenged before they get into their conference schedule. And it's just a, it's a good primer for Pewaukee. Again, they're they're expected to do a lot of great things in their conference. They, they're in a tough conference too with another state champion at Catholic Memorial, but. Um, you know, it's good for them to be able to see different styles of play as well. You know, you come across a team against Riverside, and they've got some great athletes out here. Yeah, these two teams opened up the season last year. You heard Coach Frisky talking in his segment that he knows Coach Wagner pretty well, and he plays his team quite often. And we're about to have kickoff. Milwaukee Riverside Tigers are kicking off, and Peter Jeff Jefferson is your kicker here tonight and I cannot quite see who the deep back guys are as my vision is a little hard to see but it looks like it might be Nick Borkman back there to receive this kick special teams always an important part of the game we'll see how this goes here tonight as Riverside's about to kick off Just waiting for the ready-to-play whistle. There we go, and we're going to have the kickoff underway by Peter Jefferson. It's a kick on the ground, and it's covered up quickly by Pewaukee, and they'll take over with the football at about the 34-yard like. oh, line they're going to give them. All right. And you did mention the inaugural... Uh, game here on The Truth, 1017 The Truth. You can download the app and listen to The Truth anywhere, including these games, anytime, anywhere. And big thank you to Gruber Law Offices, who are a sponsor for this high school broadcast. This is history here, ladies and gentlemen, absolute history. Pewaukee comes out in a tight formation with two receiver, one not too far out to the right, and more of a, a wing back here to the left. Looking like Riverside is starting off in a in a 3-4 defense. Run play by Pewaukee and gets tackled after about a seven or eight yard gain by the Pewaukee running back. Well, it looks like Ryan Borkman got the first carry of the game here for Pewaukee. 
Yeah, Ryan Borkman on the nine, they're giving him nine yards. Get him up to the forty-five yard line, just short of the first down. Milwaukee's got a lot of. Oh, they, they're they going to give him the first down. Okay, they're going to call that ten yards. All right, yeah, it did look like nine to me. Milwaukee's got a, a, a slew of running backs that they're going to use in their attack here. Yeah, right now you have Andrew Jones, a deep back. You got Ryan Borkman, one of the wing backs as well. They're kind of in a wing formation with uh, two backs just off the tight end, getting motion. Gives it to the up back, and he fights for about two yards. That is Andrew Jones. Maybe got a yard. Andrew Jones trying to fight inside for some some tough yardage and give Riverside's interior defense some, some credit right there. Andrew it, Jones is a do-it-all guy, running back, tight end, linebacker, defensive lineman, senior, 6'1", 195. It's important for Riverside's defense to really hold their own here in the interior. They, they cannot get pushed around. Pewaukee's going to do a lot of running here, so they, they really have to we got get up to the challenge. Pro formation, two backs, and flags come out. Looks like it's probably going to be a false start. Usually that's... Well, in high school football, it could be offsides, too, because if a guy jumps offsides, it does kill the uh, the play. And it is a false start. It is a false start. See, in high school, you just don't know, really, unless you see... Because I didn't see anybody move early. But if the defense jumps, they kill the play as well. So... I know in college and the NFL you see all the time the free plays and all that. Something you don't get at the high school level. Quarterbacking for Pewaukee is Owen Duberstein. Hands it off to the back and he gets uh, back to the original line of scrimmage. Number 31, Carter Pearson on the carry. Gets back to right around the original line of scrimmage after that five-yard penalty. And a bring up third and about ten. This is a really good start for Riverside's defense here. They did a nice job of being able to, to slow that, that last off-tackle run there from Pewaukee, from Carter Pearson, who's a returning, actually he was the, the leading rusher yardage-wise from Pewaukee a year ago. Doblestein, a sophomore quarterback for Pewaukee, in there getting the start here tonight under center. Puts two men in motion, it, it, which will be a, a penalty. Yep. And, you know, there is no <laughs> – there, there aren't preseason games like the NFL yeah. here, so you, the kids have been going at going at each other <laughs> with two-a-days, you know, yeah. all month in the in the hot August sun here, and there's going to be some there, – there are going to be some mistakes here in the in the opening game. Yeah, definitely, and be some mental mistakes. Fall, uh, illegal procedure, two men in motion on Pewaukee. Back it up, make it third and 15 once again. And this is the big test here for, for Riverside. If they get a stop here, Pewaukee prefers to run the ball. They throw about four to five times a game. They can get a stop here. They get the ball in probably pretty decent field position. you got to figure they're looking for the pass. Looking to throw. And it's well defended. Intended to Carter Pearson. Yes, well. And Owen Doblestein with the incomplete pass. Yep, sorry about that, Evan. Well, well defended by number 13 from Riverside, Jalen Britton. And, yeah, fourth and 15. So that's a nice defensive stand right there for Riverside to be able to hold Pewaukee here. And they don't have the ball spotted properly. They have it at the original line of scrimmage rather than... Or it's supposed to be. It, someone's going to see <laughs> and recognize yeah. it. You know what? This is the first game for the, for the officials, too. we got to cut these guys a break. 
I agree. I officiate as well on the side. Uh, we had our first scrimmage last Friday, and it's definitely a tough gig. Yeah. We have to get our kinks worked out of us as well. Tobias Jewell back deep, the quarterback as well for Riverside. Takes a snap and sprints to the right, kicks the punt off. Kind of Australian rules football here. <laughs> right. And it goes out of bounds. It was actually a, a really nice punt. Going to give him a 30-yard line and one out. He angled for the for the sideline there to not risk a return from a dangerous from a dangerous returner yeah. from, from Riverside. You know, not a not a bad strategy. You don't give him a chance and they can't get that uh, that quick score on you. Nope, definitely. And if you, I do apologize for those listening. We are right underneath two speakers to the PA, so anytime the PA talks, you might get a little muffled sound coming through. So one of the downsides of being right under a speaker. <laughs> and Beautiful Rivers, stadium, though. This is a, a somewhat of a brand-new stadium here for the City Conference to play in. Riverside comes out in a spread formation. They got two receivers to the right, one to the left, and one uh, slot guy... Uh, Sorry, to, to the left, one slot guy is close to the backfield, sends a man in motion. Jewel is the man in motion, takes a snap, throws it to Jewel. Jewel makes a man miss, and he gets to about the 35-yard line. Quarterback on that throw was number five, which I don't have a number five on my roster right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure that one out a little bit later. So Tobias Jewel is in all everything. Now he's winding up, lining up wide to the right, and number five still in there at quarterback. We'll get a name for him as soon as we can. We got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Pistol formation for Riverside. Looks over the defense, takes a snap, looks to throw, scrambles to his right, throws to Jewel again, catches the ball, gets about a yard or two before he gets brought down, and it'll be a third and about. Two. Well, Tobias, Tobias Jewel already with uh, another catch there. That, yeah, third and what are we looking at? Third and five. Third and two. Third and two. Same formation. The receiver to the left, both come in tight, and you got two receivers to the right. Quarterback looking over. Pewaukee showing blitz off the edge. Looks like he might be changing the play. Moves the receiver back. And we get a timeout by Riverside as it didn't look like they were getting lined up properly and they did not want to have to delay a game. They got good field, a good situation here, a third and two. They didn't want to lose five yards for a penalty. Certainly don't want to, yeah, you certainly don't want to lose that penalty, but, I mean, you know, you burn a timeout early, it could have been worse. Yeah, definitely. That's that's If that's the, the worst of it, then they're, they're still okay, you know, just... Like I said, this is this is darn near like a preseason game for them. So for 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 everyone involved, so you even just work us. out the kinks. <laughs> yeah, even us, you know. And, and and so you work out the kinks, you get you get things going, and you want to get yourself tightened up when you're Riverside. You want to tighten yourself up before the conference season starts. That's the main thing. And we have eight nineteen left in the first quarter here at Vincent Stadium. A nothing nothing ball game. Ball at the uh, the Riverside thirty eight yard line. Third and two. Two two receivers to the right. Two to the left. Quarterback in the pistol formation. Scanning over the defense. Takes a snap. Gives it to the back, and he is going to be well short of the first down. Number thirty three, Marco. 
Well, and that was a, a great job from the interior defense for Pewaukee. I think they kind of recognized the play, and they were able to stuff the middle for for no gain. And we'll see what Riverside does here. Fourth and two. Huh? Be fourth and two, and it looks like the offense is staying in for Riverside. Well, and it looks like Jewel will be the quarterback for this play as he comes in to give the play. Well, no, he gave the play, but now he's going to the slot receiver. So it's crunch time here. The, the first big fourth down possession here for Riverside. Let's see what, how they can get the first down here. Pistol formation for Riverside. And we have a false start on oh, Riverside. Boy. The left guard, number 79, uh, Thurman moved early, that trying one, to say that the other side moved first, which they didn't. They have to get move past the line of scrimmage for it to be on the defense. So now, with that penalty right there for the five-yard penalty, it looks like Riverside is going to change their mind, and they're yep. going to set up for the punt. Yep. You got Peter Jefferson in to punt the football once they get the ball spotted again. We got 7:19 left in the first quarter. The clock will start once the ball is officially spotted, which... They didn't mark the ball off properly, I don't think, on that one. Five-yard penalty, it shouldn't be at the 30. No, it shouldn't. Maybe they're going to figure that out. It should be at the 33-yard line. It was just at the 32. One of the officials is picking up his yep. flag from the other far side. Yeah, that's there where we go. Yeah. And as you mentioned, this is the first game of the year for them as well. Yep. So they're getting their kinks worked out a good little well. yeah a good little marker reminder there when you leave your laundry out on the field there <laughs> so you can see hey where were we at again yeah <laughs> and not sure who the deep back is for we have two men moving that's another that's another penalty right there they gotta blow it dead i'm not sure why they didn't blow yeah it that should have been any pre-snap penalty like that and the official closest to us has to blow it dead one man was in motion and and another one started yeah. so going P before it was. So Pewaukee's going to think they have the ball here, but they don't. Riverside's going to get a chance to punt the ball once again because it's a, it's it's a, a dead ball penalty. Right. The, the whistle should have blown. So it should be five-yard penalty, replay the down. Well, let's hope they get that fixed. And but looks like the officials not are not what they're doing. Uh, they, they're they're going to have to bring the special teams unit for Pewaukee back on the field to replay that down. Yeah. Looks like the team captain. Oh, they're declining the pit. Because they're saying they're going to get the ball where the punter got tackled. They're not, you know. So. Yeah, it should have been a dead ball penalty. That's not a. If that's the case, if this is the case, if they, they're going to let this thing happen, that is not a good way to start. That no. would. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, boy. That's, that's a rough one, Evan. Yeah, not that, something you want to mess up as an officiating crew either. So it's going to be Pewaukee football at the Riverside 24-yard line, which is a great field position for this team. Duberstein in at quarterback, snapped it to oh, the boy. back right behind him, and Bang uh, gets... Possible was that that got a big run for Rivers uh, for Pewaukee. Correction, Andrew Jones. That was Andrew Jones. I was looking at the Riverside roster. That's okay. 
That is okay, but he did get a first down. Be first and 10 at the 12 with 6.53 and counting for in the first quarter. And that was a, that was a tough one right there. Um, and, and Pewaukee has prime field position right now as they're on the 12. Sends a man in motion. Gives it to the second back. Big carry. Pearson? And gets to about the two-yard line. Porkman on the carry for Pewaukee. And it'll be first and goal at the two. Another 10 yards on a carry, and those those percentages are great if you're Pewaukee. You're getting yeah. an average of 10 yards a carry for the last two carries here. Riverside's on their heels. They're going to have to try to dig in here they and send, get a goal line stand. Send one receiver out wide to the left. Quarterback's sneak, and he gets in. Touchdown run by Owen Dober, Doberstein from the two-yard line to make it 6 to nothing here with 6.20 to play in the first quarter, pending point after. Well, Doberstein, two-yard touchdown run. And they will – sorry. No, I was just saying he, he just went straight up the middle with that. They Pewaukee used the, uh, the strength of their interior lineman. Riverside was on their heels after that, yeah. that botch call. And that's all you can really say about it. It was a botch call. It should have been a re-punt, re but – Lining up for the point after. The snap is down. The kick is up. And it is good for Jack Kaiser. It is 7-0 Pewaukee Pirates here at Vincent Stadium. We're going to step away for 30 seconds. And we come back, we will see how Riverside can answer. You're listening to The Truth, Gridiron, Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices. Never miss a moment of that action on the Tory Low Show on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, 1017thetruth.com, and streaming on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. We stand on the shoulders of the women who came before us. Women who were told they were bad with money. Women who couldn't even get a credit card without a man co-signing. Women who fought for their own financial futures. And now it's our turn to lead the way. Join us at WeSaySaveIt.org. Where women of all ages and all budgets are learning how to save for retirement. You work hard. You make money. Now make that money work for you. Invest in yourself at WeSaySaveIt.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to The Truth Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt Tallison and Warren Price. Welcome back here at Vincent Stadium. It is 7-0 Pewaukee Pirates, and the Pewaukee about to kick off Jack Tyser in to kick it off here. And can't see who's back deep for Riverside, but I'll let you know as soon as I know. Deep kickoff, they have to retreat to get in. They're going to let it go over their head into the end zone, and it's going to be a touchback. Back deep was Jeremiah Brown. A smart choice by Jeremiah Brown to just let it bounce in the end zone and make sure it went into the end zone before he started going upfield. Right, and it, it, it's nice. That's a nice job from Pewaukee's kicking game from their their special teams. The punter had punted out of bounds. The the kicker was able to kick it into the end zone. They're not allowing the Riverside special teams to try to make a difference with a big time return that's going to jack up the sidelines and get them all hyped up. So now it's, it's we're, just waiting for the ball to come in. Yeah, so the Riverside quarterback 
is actually number five, Jalen Britton. He is the one that's been lining up in the in the pistol. Yep. Appreciate the Milwaukee Riverside staff for letting us know that uh, change in roster. Do greatly appreciate that so Britton can get proper credit here today. We have two receivers stacked to the right and one to the left. Takes a snap, low snap, gives it to the back, wow. to the left, has open field, and gets brought down after about an eight-yard gain. Jeremiah, uh, Jamon Jackson on the carry. Jeremiah. Jamiron Jackson. Jamiron Jackson. On the carry on that one. Jamiron Jackson. It'll be second and two at the 28-yard line of Riverside. Riverside breaks the, the huddle after a quick check. We have Jackson in the backfield with Britton along with one other back. We got one receiver right, run to the left, and we got double tight end here for Riverside. Pistol formation, sends it back in motion, takes a snap, and hits the up back. He was supposed to be blocking. He did pick it up, and he gets tackled after a loss. Sabalos on the carry. on the carry. I don't think he was supposed to get the carry, though. No, I, I was supposed to go to Jackson. That, that certainly did look... not a good pitch. Yeah, that certainly didn't look like it was supposed to have happened. Um, Riverside trying to find a way to attack the 3-4 defense that Pewaukee has has put out there. And Pewaukee's linebackers did a nice job of, of having some good lateral speed to be able to track that tackle down. It is second, third and four now at the 26-yard line, 448 and counting. 7 nothing Pewaukee Pirates. Two receivers out to the right, one out to the left with a wing back just about off the tackle. Pistol formation. Puts the man in motion, gives it to Jewel. Jewel finds a lane and stops. I think he's got it. Right, let's see where the forward progress goes. It looked like he. He had to get to the 30, and it looks like they have it just on the other side of the 30. It's going to be close. They're going to measure that one out? Mm, probably not if they already spotted the ball. If they okay. Are. It's uh, poor mechanics again. They are giving the first down. Yep. And I make that comment because if they felt it would have been spotted, you put the ball down where the ball carry got tackled. To spot it appropriately. And we have a tight formation. Uh, one receiver left, no receiver to the right. Two backs, takes a snap, gives it, and they're blowing it dead. Official timeout, Riverside trying to catch Pewaukee off guard, and the officials weren't ready to go yet, so they have to blow it dead and reset up. Pewaukee catches a break there as they were not properly aligned at the time of the snap. And that so, went to Sabalas. So Riverside resetting themselves here. And they want to try to... You know, if I'm a river, if I'm Riverside, I want to try to attack the... Uh, to get, try to get some, some perimeter speed and get to the corner on the, uh, on the right side. And we got spread formation again. We have... Spencer and Jewel to the right, to the left, takes a snap, gives it to the back behind the quarterback, and he's got nowhere to go. Gonna get stopped for no gain. Couldn't see who the back was, and that's Grum. And that will be Sabalas that had nowhere to go there. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a football coach, but I don't think that I'm gonna, if I'm Riverside, I don't think I wanna try attacking the middle there. I think I wanna use utilize the speed of my athletes and I want to try to get to one of those sidelines and yeah. test those test those linebacker speed right there and see where you can see where you can get. 
And Jewel is the one you want to put the hand into to get him the ball. They got it to him twice on the opening drive um, before it stalled, and he's the one you want to get the ball to. I believe that. Taking a lot of time out of the huddle, and the delay, the clock is counting down. We're probably going to get to delay a game here. We got to get the playoff. I don't know if it's And we have don't a delay burn another game. time. Oh boy, they, they couldn't get it off. I, they During don't want to. This delay a game. We do want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices. Gruber Law Offices have been serving the Milwaukee community for 35 years. They are a proud partner of 1017 The Truth, Good Karma Brands, and The Truth High School Sports Broadcast. If you've been injured, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices. They are available 24-7. Visit GruberLaw.com for contact information. Takes a snap, gives it a sweet play to the back. He cuts up and gets about two yards, maybe three. And that was Jackson on the carry. It, it just seemed like that, that sweep took a little too long to develop for Riverside. I think you got to hit something more off tackle instead of sweeping like that. Those linebackers, the, the defense has got some pretty good foot speed there for, for Pewaukee, as Coach Frisky was talking about in your, in your pregame show. And he maybe should have cut it back a little sooner. But now that the ball is set up on the right, on the far right hash mark, now you've got the whole left side of the field. Maybe you can run one of those off tackles and, and utilize that space out there on the left to try to get that first down. Third Jewel, 11. Jewel and Clark out wide to the left. Brown uh, wide to the right. Pistol formation. Three receivers actually to the left. Takes a snap. Keeps it. Finds the corner. And gets about just past the original line of Four? Limit, six yards. Before he gets brought down, that was Britton on the carry. He's going to bring up a fourth down and about five, five or six. And they did, Riverside did attack the, uh, the, the the wide side of the field there, but they just couldn't get the necessary yardage. And it did look like there was a little bit of confusion too at the initial snap. And maybe that was designed in there. It's possible. It looks like there's been a, a little delay with the with the handoffs, or the the back has been going in motion like right before the, the snap. And we're going for it once again. Two receivers left, two to the right. Pistol formation. Britton at quarterback. Fourth and six. Sella takes a snap, looks to throw, and oh, throws it. There could be a flag. There there's a flag. There you go. The intended receiver was Jaden Pickett and. The defensive back, Logan Schill, looked like he just stopped running, and the receiver ran right into him yep. drawing the penalty, which will be an automatic first down 15-yard penalty. Absolutely. Once you impede the progress of that receiver and you make that contact, that's that's going to be an, an easy call for the official to make. And Riverside getting the first down off of the strength of a penalty right there, that was really big for them and that's actually the third penalty in this game for Pewaukee. Yep. Both um, teams are kind of I think both teams are at three penalties currently. And the 149 to go it's going to be first and 10 at the Riverside 45 yard line. We have two receivers to the left, two to the right. We've got Britton at quarterback. Back lined up directly behind them. The officials getting the ball spotted there, taking some time getting it spotted, and they blow in the ready to play whistle. And the clock should be running here. 
Takes a snap, looks to throw, passes it to Jewel. Jewel can't hang on to it, and it's incomplete. And it'll be second and ten. A nice heads-up play, though, by Jack Hahn to jump on it, just in case it was a backwards pass. That, that little screen pass right there for Riverside could have been very effective had Jewel made that reception. I, th- I believe he could have got it in at least eight yards off of yeah. that one. There was a, there was a lot of wide open green in front of him. You just you just got to look that ball in and catch it first before you take off. And they ran it. I want to say their second play of the game, and they got about eight yards on it, eight or nine yards. So Riverside breaks the huddle. They got two receivers each way to the left. We got Jackson in the slot. Two receivers to the right, pistol formation, Britton the quarterback looking over the defense. Pewaukee is showing blitz, see if they do send. Takes a snap, looks to throw, deep pass, and incomplete looking for Jaden Pickett. But he overthrew him just a little bit, but good coverage though by Pewaukee. It was good coverage, as a matter of fact, I kind of saw kind of saw Pickett's uh, hands try to push the, the, the cornerback off of him so he could try to get a little space right there. So that was really good coverage. James Clark looking like he's checking into the game. We got Tobias Jewell in the game as well at one receiver. Pickett staying in. It'll be third and ten. And it'll be a tight formation for for Riverside. And Pickett going out wide. The North Dakota State uh, commitment. Sends a man in motion, takes a snap, low snap, gives it to Oh, nice Jewel play. Jewel's got a lane, and he got the first down, then some, and he gets to the 40-yard line. Nice play by Jewel, quick hitter, and he gets a first down, needing 10, gets 15, and it'll be first and 10, Riverside at the 39-yard line, so give him 14. What an, what an excellent, uh, almost like an inside draw right there for, for Riverside, and and Jewel coming right up the middle. You know, you catch him with a little bit of misdirection there. I think Pewaukee was probably expecting a pass right there, but a nice little run in the middle for first down. And the official's blowing it dead for a minute here. Timeout for Pewaukee. So Pewaukee will take the timeout here. And your thoughts so far here, Warren, on what we've seen thus far? I think so far, you know, uh, penalties aside, because it's the first game of the season, I think that this so far that, that this has been a great competitive ball game right here, with the exception of that uh, that that punt that should have been blown a dead ball yeah. right there, and then Pewaukee ended up getting like really prime field position. I think they might have had it on the 22 or yeah. something like that. Twenty, yeah, 22. I think it was the 22, uh, and, and so that really put Pewaukee in a, in a in a really great spot to be able to get that. They got the play, they got the touchdown like three play on three straight plays right there. Yeah. Other than that, Riverside is doing a really good job. You know, it's understandable they 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 have a bad play on special teams. And then, you know, now that puts the defense on their heels. But now Riverside's offense has really come out here. You know, Coach Frisky from Pewaukee was really talking up Coach Wagner from Riverside in the pregame, saying how they've been competitive. They've played for the last six years in a row. So they really kind of know what, a little bit, know what to expect from, from the coach and his coaching style. And so far... I am not disappointed with this no. first quarter. What do we got? One one thirty three left in the first quarter. Yep, it's been a bit of a chess match here so far between both teams, just kind of feeling each other out. But they get the ball set, about to blow it in, ready for whistle. 
play whistle about the blow and we got to, to the right, to the left once again, pistol formation. Pickett to the right this time. Takes a snap, quick pass to Pickett. Pickett, ah. to go, try to make a man miss. Stop going did, backwards. Unfortunately, he gets brought back, part of it by himself, but just nowhere to go. They're gonna give him the ball at the 45 yard line. Be a loss of about four. I know what guys are trying to do when they have a when they have a catch and then they take that first step back to try to gain an advantage and get some more yards, but boy, I, I really hate it when you lose yards on a play like that. He all he had to do was really if someone was right there, just kind of fall forward and at the very least you're gonna get two more yards out of it. Cornell Tate checks into the game for Riverside. So now they're going to put that at second and 14. That's a four-yard loss yep. on that reception. Might be the last play of the quarter. One receiver right to the left. Two backs behind the quarterback. He's going to get under center this time. Takes a snap. Gives it to Tate, who just entered the game, and nowhere wow. to go, and he loses a few yards. And Boy. another loss of about three. Pewaukee was all over that one. And you also got to get north and south a little quicker than that. And that might bring us to the end of the quarter. Ten seconds and counting. And it looks like Riverside just going to take out, take the uh, yeah, there's no reason end to of run. the quarter here and yeah. regroup here and see what they can do on third and 18. No reason to run a play right here. We've reached the end of one here at Vincent Stadium. Pewaukee Pirates 7, Riverside Tigers nothing. We're going to step away here briefly. And we come back, we'll bring you to the second quarter here of the Gridiron, the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 1017 The Truth. More of the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices, coming up on 1017 The Truth. Never miss a moment of the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, 1017thetruth.com, and streaming on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to The Truth Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan witt Tallison and Warren Price. And welcome back here at Vincent Stadium. 7-0 Pewaukee going in the second quarter. It's third and 18 at the 49-yard line of Pewaukee here for Riverside. They have to get to the 31-yard line to pick up the first down. And we got two receivers each way with one deep back. And we have a quick whistle. Timeout by uh, Riverside as they Ouch. Not lined up properly, it looks like, and last thing you want to have happen out of the that's right, out I, of the timeout is having to call a timeout. That was that wasn't even a timeout. That was just in the in the middle of the, the in between <laughs> yeah. periods. You, you you figure you know things should be 
squared away. But again, you know, it's it's early in the season. You got to work out the kinks. Um, nice job from Coach Wagner. Hopefully, he won't need that timeout later on in this half. Right now, it's still a close. I mean, it's a it's a close game. Only being down uh, seven to nothing. So you don't want to go down. To the, well, first thing is first. You gotta, you're going to try to run a play here to try to get this first down on third and 18 from the 49. Yeah. You know, get some positive yards especially. Yeah, yeah. if you're not going to get the first down, at least get some positive yards. But, uh, you know, I, and I hate to throw something out there and then hope for a penalty for a first down, but you, you might have to. But this during the uh, last three or four plays of this offensive series for Riverside, Pewaukee's defense has really done a nice job of stepping up. Got to give them some credit. They've had some great penetration on their front line. And they come out in the same formation to the right, to the left. Quarterback in the pistol formation. Safety's at about the 40. Takes a snap. Looks to throw. Throws it deep. And he's got to, he's and got to step. Incomplete. Wow. Oh, there's a flag. Wow. I don't think I agree with that one. Both guys are making a play on the ball, and there was some contact. I do agree with you on that, and I mean, Jewel went up. Tobias Jewel went up for that catch, and boy, it just went right in and out of his hands. It'll be a 15-yard penalty here. Wow. Automatic first down for Riverside. Well... Yeah, I don't that, agree with that call. You hear some fans not agreeing with it either, but <laughs> might have been a makeup from that uh, that punt uh, play they well, let's see made if, a mistake on prior to. Let's see if Riverside can actually do something with that. Then that is a huge, that's a possible huge game-changing call right there. So far, early in the game, in the in the beginning of the second quarter. So we'll see what happens. A third and eighteen. A 15-yard penalty, but a pass interference yeah. is an automatic first down. That would be third down, so it is not Th an automatic first it's down. It's not an automatic, okay. No, just a 15-yard penalty. And All that's right. my mistake, and uh, this level, if it's a personal foul, then it's automatic. Yeah, my, my, that's my bad, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking on Sundays. <laughs> Takes a snap, looks to throw. Throws it quick to Tate. Tate makes a man miss and tries to get some yardage, but he gets maybe no, maybe a half think, a yard, maybe no about, gain. Yeah, I think it's no gain right there, and it, 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 it could have been a nice play, but I think you're in a, a spot right now where you're going to go for it if you're Riverside here, fourth and four. Kind of a no man's land. You kind of have to. Yeah. It's too short from the 30. From the 34, it's too short to punt, I, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, you're in no man's land here, so you're better off going for it. It's fourth and four. Riverside has the ball at the Pewaukee 34-yard line, best field position they've had thus far here today. And sends the receiver out wide. That is Tate. We got two to the left, one to the right. We have a tight end here on the left side, and that will be Spencer. Stands over the defense, takes a snap, pitches it to the back, and he's got nowhere to wow. go. And he oh boy. back across Let's the field. Let's see what field, kind of speed he's got. He might turn the corner. He's got the corner, and he might have the first. Got to see where the official says he went out of bounds. If he gets that first down, what an unbelievable play, Evan. I mean, yeah. 
Looks like he might be about a half yard short. They're probably going to want to measure this to see for sure. I think you have to with it being a fourth down. You want to be absolutely sure on this. But what an effort oh, from they're giving Pickett. the ball to uh Rivers. They're giving the ball to P. Walker. Okay, but what an effort though by Spencer, yeah. Sorry, Pickett. By Pickett, yeah, he went he ran left had nowhere to go and then he completely changed directions on the field got that inside or got that outside step and he turned the corner yeah i mean give Pewaukee credit too because they were finally able to stop him in the end before he got that first down but what an unbelievable yeah. play from a great athletic player definitely and pick it and this crew needs to be better at communicating because riverside had no clue that they gave the ball to Pewaukee. Takes a snap. Quarterback looks like gives it to the back, and he gets about 11 yards before being brought down. Well, Carter Pearson ended Pearson up with that. Carry. Yeah, he ended up with the first down, about 11, an 11 yard carry on that. But the the Pewaukee fans were over here. They wanted a penalty because one of the one of the Riverside players, it might have been 79, I can't remember what what his number was. He wasn't quite off the field. They were hoping for one of those Aaron yeah. Rodgers 12-man on the field penalties right there, but they, they didn't call it. Nope. <laughs> First and 10 at the 44-yard line of Pewaukee. Line up with three uh, tight end to the right. Man in motion. Gives it to the back and trying to hit the corner. He That's does. Chill. And he looks like he's going to break one, and he almost does. He's still up. Out. Goes to about the 30-yard line, Logan Shell, before he gets brought down. Going to give him the 28. Great run by Shell. He hit the corner and broke at least three tackles before being forced out of bounds. Yeah, that was an unbelievable carry. We're looking at about, what, a 30-yard carry? Pewaukee huddling up uh, about the 40-yard line. They break the huddle. Logan Schill is one of the one of the returning lettermen from the team from the previous season. Shotgun formation, more of a traditional shotgun. Puts the man in motion, takes a snap, gives it to the back, and he gets about three, four yards. That will be Borkman on the carry. He's one that's been getting the ball a few times here tonight thus far. Yeah, he's got three carries. He's got more carries than anyone right now on in the Pewaukee backfield. They've given it to uh, about four different backs, and Doberstein has two yards rushing with that two-yard touchdown that they had gotten. Pearson bringing the play in from the sidelines to the quarterback, and they break the huddle. Luke Halpert is out wide to the left, and you got one receiver to the right. That would be to be Shell, shotgun formation. Takes a snap, gives it to Shell. Shell looking for the corner. Inside handoff. He has it, and he gets enough for the first down. Needing four, getting about six, and it'll be first and ten. Pewaukee, and they are driving. Riverside reeling a little bit right now. They just want to tighten it up. Uh, Pewaukee is doing a nice job of, of, of mixing up their runs. They, they haven't really passed much. Here, I believe they might have had one uh, one pass attempt tonight, but yep. other than that, yeah, there was the pass interference, I believe, that they ended up uh, getting their first touchdown on. 
And we have two receivers out wide to the right. Shallow receiver to the left. The back moves to the left of the quarterback. Takes the snap. Keeps it. And different quarterback in that time. Pearson in a quarterback. And he gets about six before he gets brought down. That was a nice tackle. I, it's, it's tough in this press box. I couldn't see what number it was for Riverside that made that tackle. But great tackle from the defense. And that'll bring up a second and about four from the 12-yard line. Second and five from the 12. Pewaukee taking a lot of time in the huddle. Breaks the huddle. Halpert out wide to the right. We got a tight formation to the left. And we have a timeout, it looks like, for Pewaukee. And... We're going to step away for a quick break here. It's 7-0 Pewaukee, and you're listening to The Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 1017 The Truth. This is 1017 The Truth's Sherwin Hughes, and I am Milwaukee. This show has meant so much to me because it's an opportunity for me to express my thoughts and my feelings to my community and for my community to express those same thoughts and feelings right back to me. Milwaukee means a lot to me. I was born here, raised here, educated here, and I'm committed to making this a better city. Join the home of Milwaukee's realest conversations where you can speak your truth. We are the new 1017 The Truth. Milwaukee. Black talk. This is Melanie Ricks from MKE in the Morning, and if you love to be both entertained and informed, make sure you guys listen to The Truth all day, every day by downloading The Truth app or streaming on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Milwaukee Black Talk, 1017 The Truth. We are back with more of the Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. We are back here at Vincent Stadium, and Pewaukee gets to the line of scrimmage in a shotgun formation, takes a snap, gets great penetration, said, and nowhere to go, and he gets brought down with a big loss. Sorry about that, Evan, no, but uh, hey, time. man, that was a good play. But great penetration defensively from Riverside. It looked like number 21 got that, but I don't have a jersey number, so I wish I could give that kid some credit. Great penetration by the the front defensive line, it looked like that was a run blitz. And that's the play that they needed. Uh, get a third and long, third and about eight, and try to make another stop here and make the walk. You have to make a decision. Do they go forward or do they kick a field goal? And we got two receivers to the right. We got Halpert and Schilt to the right. Tight formation to the left. Man in motion. Pearson takes a snap, rolls out, looks to throw. He's got to keep it, and he's got a nice gain. Gets the first down inside the five. Looks like about the four-yard line before being ran out of bounds. It'll be first and ten at about the four-yard line of Riverside. And and that was a nice job from from Pearson playing at the quarterback position there for Pewaukee, and he, he, he kept on... He, he held the defense by acting like he was going to pass, and then at the last second before he would cross the line of scrimmage, then decided to take off, and he got a lot of good yardage, good positive yardage on the right sideline down there. Nice sort of run-pass option for Pewaukee there. If you don't have a receiver, just tuck in and run. 
Pearson. Pearson still in a quarterback. Takes the snap. Keeps the ball. Tries to go off tackle. Finds the lane. Gets into the end zone. And we have a touchdown. He walked the Pirates. And it is now 13 to nothing with seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Well, Pearson did a nice job of orchestrating that drive there for Pewaukee. Four-yard touchdown run. And it looks like Pewaukee's going to set up to kick the extra point. Jack Kaiser in for the extra point. It looks like Schill in the hold. Left-footed kicker. The snap is the hold is up, and the kick is good. And it's 14-0 Pewaukee here at seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to The Truth, Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices. We're going to step away, and when we come back, we'll see how Riverside can respond when they come, when they get the ball. This is 1017 The Truth's Dr. Ken Harris, and the time is now, Milwaukee. You know, perspective is essential. What I found is the news behind the news is more important. I want you to leave my show with a sense of knowing what was missing that adds depth to the conversation. Tune in Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, or 1017thetruth.com. All your favorite interviews and best moments live in one place. You know, I'm working in the morning, and I was listening back on the Truth app. Download the new 1017 The Truth app now. Milwaukee Black Talk. 1017 The Truth. We are back with more of the Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. Kaiser with the kickoff, kicks it deep, and it is goes out of bounds. That'll be a penalty, and it'll be uh, Riverside ball at about the 45-yard line. Actually, a very good decision by number 13, John Crimes, for Riverside, looking at the trajectory as the returner, looking at the trajectory that that punt was taking. He, he figured it was going to go out of bounds before it hit the end zone, and he did. Yeah, smart job there. So, it looked like he wanted to grab it, but he's like, eh, never mind. No, that that, that was a very good decision. And now Riverside's going to get the ball at a... Well, Pewaukee's kickoff team comes back in the game, but Riverside had the option of taking the ball at the 35-yard line or making them re-kick, and they're taking the ball at the 35. So, so off go the special teams. In comes the defense. I think Pewaukee just assumed they got to kick off again there, but that's not how you know not how it works here. So it'll be Riverside ball with good field position at the 35-yard line. It's 14-0 Pewaukee, 6.53 to go here in the second quarter. I'm Evan Wittallison, joined by Warren Price here for the Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices. You're still within striking distance here if you're Riverside. You just have to take this one, one possession at a time. I would really like to see a score here, though, from Riverside. Britton takes a snap, quick throw to the slot, and... Jewel, nowhere to go, and he gets tackled for a two-yard loss. And probably a play that should have been blown dead as it looked like the back was moving right before the ball was snapped, but we'll give him, the, I guess, the two-yard loss. 
Yeah, and, and I think Riverside has to do a better boy. The, the Pewaukee defense is really swarming right now. I think Riverside's got to try to figure out a way to get their guys open with some space to operate. Either that or try to get some better blocking yeah. on the uh, out there on the perimeter because Pewaukee's defense was just right on top of that. Out wide, uh, out to the left, we got Jeremiah Brown, a receiver in the slot to the left, I mean, and one receiver, two receivers to the right. Pistol formation for Britain. Sends a man in motion. That's fumble, a fumble snap, and it looks like Pewaukee oh jumped on it. It was supposed to be a slow jet sweep action to Jewel, a play they've run a few times today, but the quarterback couldn't handle it. Dropped it, and Pewaukee jumped on it. It'll be first and 10 with great field position. For the Pirates at about the 33, 32-yard line. Turn, turnovers are killers at, at any level, especially here at the high school level. I mean, you're, when you're struggling to try to get some yards against a really tough defense. Yeah, and you, when you're going against a team, too, like Pewaukee that runs the ball a lot, you don't get a lot of possessions. That, that's right, and, and that was the other point I was going to make. They're really chewing up the, uh, the clock with a lot of those running possessions here. An ace formation here, man in motion, takes the snap, rolls to his right, looks to throw, deep pass to wow. the middle, and it is incomplete, Woo. just out of the reach of Logan Schill. Hey, that was a beautiful throw, though. Tight that spiral right there, right into the end zone it, it, you know, from 30, about 38 yards out. Owen Doverson back in at uh, Dobestein, I'm sorry, back in a quarterback for Pewaukee, getting the play from the coach. It looks like he's got a pretty good arm. He's only a sophomore. Looks like he's got a pretty good throwing arm on him. It's just a matter of getting those game reps to get comfortable to make that throw. I'm sure that's the throw he wishes he could have back as he had his man. And and with the staff, with the coaching staff admitting that they might only run a uh, throw about four or five times yeah. a game, I don't know how many reps he's going to get. But nope. I, I'll tell you what, that pass looked really good. Oh, yeah. And we have one receiver wide to the right, one shallow to the left, close to the uh, and we're going to have a False start. legal procedure on the Pewaukee Pirates. I'm just waiting to see what the uh, call is right here. The official discuss it, and dead ball. Offsides on Pewaukee. Oh, so. on Riverside. I mean, Riverside. Yeah, correct. wow. Okay. Which is still a dead ball. But I didn't think I didn't see anybody on Riverside jump early. I didn't either. That's a surprising call to me. I, it looked to me like somebody did something wrong on the Pewaukee yeah. side right there. But nonetheless, nonetheless, you know, second and five from the twenty-seven. Sense person in motion takes the snap, gives it to the back, and he gets close to the first down. That is Andrew Jones in a tailback or the fullback position. In that single back ace-like formation that Pewaukee's in. Yeah, he's rumbling up for about four yards right there. And boy, Andrew Jones has gotten some really tough, grinded-out yards here tonight in this game. Yeah, and he, you know, he's a smaller guy, but he's the fullback in this formation, which you see a lot at the high school level. Um, especially, uh, you know, like uh, Racine Horlick's an example of a team that runs a formation like this often. One receiver wide to the right, one back behind the quarterback, takes a snap, gives it to the back, and he gets the first down and more. And Jones on another carry, gain of about six, enough for the first. They're doing a 
Pewaukee doing a really nice job of, of grinding the interior yards, the inside, the inside yards, and they're they're really working on those interior linemen for Riverside. Maybe might have to bring some of those linebackers up to try to stuff that out. 4.45 to go here in the second quarter here at Vincent Stadium. 14-0 Pewaukee, and Pewaukee is driving. Takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it, and... That's a touchdown. Touchdown to, looks like, Logan Schill in the corner of the end zone on kind of a fade route there, and it is now 20 to nothing. Pewaukee with 4.34 to play here in the second quarter. Yeah, I was going to say that was a nice fade route from Schill. Great timing. From Doberstein. Like I said, he's got a good arm on him. Kaiser lining up for the extra point. The hold is down, the kick is up, and it is good. Good. And it'll be 21 nothing in favor of Pewaukee with 434 to go here in the first tech in the first half. And Warren, if you are Riverside, we have 434 here to play. What are you looking to do here on this possession? On this possession, I'm just trying to get some side score. Besides score. <laughs> I'm trying to run some stuff. I want to find one or two things that you can do that is going to gain positive yards because the last two offensive possessions for Riverside haven't been very good. Pewaukee has, has, has it's almost like negatives. they knew what they were. Yeah, they've had some negative yards, and it looks like Pewaukee knew what they were running or whatever, and, and their defense has really turned it up. So try to get, you know, one or two first downs and, and, and work on something positive before, you, you know, if you're – if you're if you're good enough, if you have some good enough possessions, maybe you can grind this clock down and score before halftime. There's only there's it's 4:34 left in the second quarter, but that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to find something right now that that you can get positive yardage from and and keep Pewaukee's defenders on their heels because right now they're going forward. Kaiser with a deep kick this time in the middle of the field, shifting to the left, and it's fielded by their back. And he makes the man miss, but then loses balance and goes down. Looked like it was going to be a great return there by John Crimes, but he makes one man miss and then fell to the ground. And that was the first return that Riverside has been able to get. There was a penalty on a kickoff. Uh, there was one punt that Pewaukee had that they punted to the sideline out of bounds, and then the other kickoff was into the end zone. So Riverside special teams getting a, getting a chance at some run right there. Had a nice return. Pistol formation for Riverside. We have three re, two receivers to the right, one to the left, and a tight end on the line to the left. Pewaukee showing blitz off the edge. They send him. Looks to throw. Pressure comes. That's sack, sack comes. And that is... Andrew Jones coming off hard off the edge gets the sack and it'll be third and long, a second and long for Riverside. The uh, chain person on the far side is a little quick there to switch it to second down. I thought it was second down already. <laughs> so I look up and I see him having second down already, so I just thought it might have been third. Yeah. We got to be quick on our feet out yeah. here, Evan. They're, they're testing us too. Yeah, second and 15, 348 to go. I think you have to find a way to run the ball, keep them on, keep Pewaukee's defense honest. 
They're playing for pass. Empty formation uh, back a little bit to the right. Uh, quarterback takes a snap. There gives you go. it to the back, and he goes ah. backwards and falls to the ground after trying to make a man miss, and it's a big loss there for Jackson. And, and again, that's you know that that's just penetration from the defensive line from Pewaukee coming in, and as soon as that presence that they made when they busted through there made Jamiron Jackson have to run backwards in order to try to get some some positive yardage. Third and 25 at the 10-yard line. And if you're Riverside, you're looking to get something positive here, get some momentum going here as we're getting back to, towards two. We have 2.45 to go in the second quarter. One receiver out wide to your left. Brown to your left. Close uh, receiver in line tight to your right. Takes a snap. Counter play. And gets nipped out Still. after a gain of zero. Still, Pewaukee was, was on it, and Coach Frisky ran out on the field to make sure to call a timeout because he wants to preserve some time here. 2.21 left. He wants to get another yeah. score before the end of the half. Yeah. And it's fourth and 24 if they give him a yard. I don't think they did. 2.21 to go. I don't know what Riverside has for a punter. So, smart decision here to stop the clock and try to get a good return here and try to score again before half. Yeah, Coach Frisky was on top of that that situation right there. And up already three possessions. This is a chance for Pewaukee to really give a, a, a hard, I don't want to say knockout blow because it's still the first half, but and, and anything can happen. But, boy, that's going to be a daunting task for Riverside to, Try to come back after being down four possessions. And stay tuned for halftime as Kyle Wallace is going to have the halftime show here for you tonight. He uh, has a couple play, uh, interview to do. Uh, Damian Thurmond uh, interviewing him during tonight's halftime show. Um, we're going to throw it to him. We have 2.17 left to go here in the first half, which I swear there is just 2.21 left a second ago, but... I guess it is what it is, as they say, right? <laughs> Shell back deep. Riverside really needs a nice punt here to make Pewaukee work for their final possession. Yeah. You don't want to give them prime real estate inside their own 30. And the punt is off, and it hits at about the... 35-yard line, rolls to about the 45, keep it rolling to, to about the 50, and it'll be dead at the 50-yard line with 2.04 to play here in the half, and we'll see what Pewaukee can do as they try to score here before the half. That's a good punt from Riverside right there. Even though only by a half a yard, you kept them off of your side of the field right there on the punt with the, with the bounce right there. So... But Pewaukee still has time, and I believe they probably have like two. That was their only timeout yep, that they called. Yeah, the last so, timeout of the yeah. half. So they're, they're done with timeouts for the rest of the half. And, you know, that was the second time, a second punt attempt we've seen by Riverside. The first one being where it should have been re replay the down, but they allowed um, the play to happen and gave a choice to Pewaukee if they wanted to accept the penalty or not. 
But we have a ace formation here. The guy running onto the field late takes oh, a snap. Oh, boy. Gives it to Pearson. Pearson finds a lane and gets tackled at about the 38-yard line. Gets enough for the first down. Going to stop the clock to spot the ball. But Pewaukee's going to want to be quick to get to the line of scrimmage as the clock will start. It swings at the ball, and the chains are spotted. So 11-yard Pewaukee gets to play in and out of the huddle before they get the ball and start the clock back up, and they have started the clock. Sends the man in motion, gives it to, and we have a big game wow. here by the back. He's gone. No, wow, that's big game by Jones. Thought I heard a whistle. I thought I did too. Thought I heard a whistle. That's why I stopped. But any, they do let the play go. Give it to Jones, and Jones with the big gain and gets to about the 10-yard line before being run out of bounds. And I think the coach here on the Riverside side is trying to say the same thing. And that's going to be like a 29-yard run right there for Andrew Jones, who's really been gashing Riverside's defense. And now it looks like Pewaukee is going to, they're in prime position at the 9-yard line to score again here before the half. One receiver out wide to the right, that is Schill. The guy had a touchdown catch, takes a snap, gives it to the Jones again, and gets about 2 or 3 yards, maybe 2 yards before being brought down. We've got Andrew Jones is more than likely the leading rusher right now for Pewaukee. Yep. 124 here to go in the first half. 120 clock is moving. And Pewaukee doesn't have to rush here. They got the ball inside the 10. They can take their time a little bit. And we have one receiver out wide to the left. Same formation. They scored the touchdown on and same play. And this time it's incomplete as Shill is unable to come down with it. I felt like they... I felt like Pewaukee was having a lot of great success on the ground. Yeah. I, I don't think that they needed to pass right there because now the clock has stopped on an incompletion. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I'm Pewaukee, I want to run this thing in there and, and try to leave Riverside with as little time as possible. And we have third and goal, 105 left to go here in the first half. We have one receiver wide to the right, closed formation. I mean, left, closed that's formation. A, that's a false start on Pewaukee. Left tackle. I didn't, didn't catch a number. But they're walking back. Yep. False start on Pewaukee. And it may only be delaying the inevitable, but now I believe that you're in a passing down for sure if you're Pewaukee. I just, I just didn't think that they needed to pass the ball on second down on that second down play third and 13 105 to go in the half shell breaks out wide to the right we have a tight end to the left takes a man in motion double reverse here gives it to Pearson Pearson with a nice carry before being brought down and it'll be fourth down it looks like they will be kicking it and that is a, a good luxury to have for a high school team. Not a, not a whole lot of teams have a, a consistent nope. kicker enough for them to be able to trot out, but Pewaukee does, and that's going to win them a lot of football games this season for sure. Snap is down. The kick is up, and it is. Looks like it's good, and it is. The field goal is good to make it 24-0 with 32 seconds. 
seconds to play in the half. And nice stop by Pewaukee to get the ball back. And they obviously would have preferred six or seven. They got uh, stopped, and field goal was good by Kaiser. And they'll be going to the locker room with a likely 24 nothing lead unless we have a big uh, play or two by Riverside who has one timeout left. I'd love to see a nice little Riverside return right yeah. here to get them in some, some prime field position or, or bust one open and put some and put six on the board. And once again, when we do reach halftime, we're going to throw it back to the studio where Kyle Wallace will have your halftime show. And he had the interview of uh, Damian Thurmond. So we'll bring you that at halftime. And... Uh, should be a great interview talking to a player uh, here uh, from Milwaukee Riverside, number 79, Damon Thurmond. And thank you for uh, Damon for spending some time with Kyle earlier this week to get this interview done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and you know. The football is, is, is part of the, the athletics, is a part of the, the experience, but also the academics, too. Ball's fielded, picked up at about the 19-yard line, and nowhere to go. Gets to about the 28-yard line before being brought down. That was Connor, sorry, John Crimes with the return. I keep looking at the Pewaukee. <laughs> so let's see what Riverside wants to try to do here with 23.8 seconds left to go in the first half on their own 28-yard line. Do you just try to run a play, a run, get a run going and just try to run the clock out? You want to try to throw a, a Hail Mary, get a get a pass interference call, get some, some good field position, or you want to take a knee and just get out? Well, they're not going to take a knee, but yeah. just run a safe running play just to get out of the first half and regroup. Yeah. Jaden Pickett out right, wide to your right, the Division One the North Dakota commit. Gives the handoff up yep. the middle, though, and gets about two yards before he gets brought down. And see if Riverside just lets the clock run out and takes it to halftime, or are they going to try to get another play in? And it looks I think, like they're going to let the clock run out. I think, let's, I think if you're Riverside, just yeah. kind of get out of this half and regroup and talk about what you can do in the second half to try to get some positive yardage going. And that will take us to halftime here at Vincent Stadium. Pewaukee has a 24-0 lead as the teams leave the field. We're going to step away for halftime where we bring you the interview for Kyle Wallace. This is the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 101.7 The Truth. More of the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices coming up on 101.7 The Truth. We are back with halftime of the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices. Now back to Evan witt and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. Welcome back here to Vincent High School, Vincent Field here in the northwest side of Milwaukee. Halftime is coming to an end. Uh, thank you for Kyle Wallace and Garibri Wesley for holding down the fort at the Capital Drive uh, 
office uh, studio for 101.7 The Truth, uh, producing and engineering the broadcast here tonight, and great interview by Kyle Wallace, uh, talking to Riverside senior Damon Thurman. Uh, great interview there. We have the mandatory three-minute uh, warm-up that both teams get after halftime to make sure that everyone's loose and ready to go. And I uh, want to say a big thank you, too, to Gruber Law Offices as they are the sponsor for the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week. The Gruber Law Offices has been serving the Milwaukee community for over 35 years. They are the proud partner of 101.7 The Truth, Good Karma Brands, and The Truth High School Sports Broadcast. If you're injured, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices. They are available 24-7. So if you need help or need consultation, need some support, they're available to you anytime. Visit GruberLaw.com to get contact information and more information on what services they have to offer. That's Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. And... This, we're going to be here every Friday night bringing you the high school game of the week. Well, I'll be here every Friday for the pregame show and two other games during the season. Um, Warren and Tony will be your host uh, otherwise, um, except for two other games. It'll be me and Warren or just me flying solo. And that schedule for the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week. Next week, we have Wilmot Union playing Milwaukee Lutheran. On September 2nd, Dominican, again, St. Francis High School. On September 9th, we got Martin Luther versus Brown Deer. On September 16th, we have Whitnow versus Wisconsin Lutheran. On September 22nd, we got Marshall versus Milwaukee King. September 30th, Pacelli versus Kingdom Prep. On October 7th, Milwaukee Lutheran versus Wauwatosa West. And our October 14th game is to be determined. That is a crossover game between the two conferences for MPS. And that's going to be the Richardson Division winner versus the Blackburn Division winner. And that should be, you know, quite something right there. I'm really looking forward to this season here. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a lot of competitive games here on that schedule. And for every game, you're going to have, like I mentioned, either Tony Cartagena doing play-by-play and Warren Price doing color. I'll be on the pregame for every game and occasionally doing play-by-play. And Kyle Wallace will have you for halftime each and every game bringing you an interview with a player from one of the two teams that are playing one another. We have about 22 seconds to go here before we have our opening kickoff of the third quarter. And not have any scores yet. Um, Going to try to bring you some later on if I can. So we currently have Horlick is up 21 nothing over Milwaukee Co-op School. St. Thomas Moore up 8 nothing over St. Francis. Waukesha West 28, Hartford 21. Muskego 21, Verona nothing. St. Catharines 26, Racine Lutheran nothing. Waukesha South 21, Milwaukee Lutheran 6. Nicolay 21, Sheboygan South 7. And I refreshed it. Probably one of the top games of the of the night is Germantown versus Homestead. And it's 7-0 Homestead halftime score. Another big game, Arrowhead 14, Marquette University 10. Catholic Memorial up 21 to 14 at halftime. 
Wauwatosa East losing to Nathan Hale, 56 to nothing. Wauwatosa West up 18 to nothing. We'll bring you more scores momentarily, but we do have the kickoff to open up the second half, and Milwaukee Riverside will get possession here to open up, and this is a key possession to open up the hat for Riverside. It really is. This possession right here, I believe, is going to determine how the rest of this game is going to finish here in the second half. If Riverside can come away with a score, then they're only going to be down. They'll, they'll be down three possessions. Kaiser with the kick, kicks it deep. It's field, well, going to allow it to hit the turf and be a touchback. And it goes over the head of... John Crimes, and there'd be a touchback Riverside ball at 20. And this kicker has a good leg. I think it's to the point now that you might want to bring your deep guys a little further back so you can try to make a play happen on kickoff. Yeah, not a bad idea. I mean, you know, special teams can, can always be a, kind of a wild card there, but what if you happen to break one? Exactly. So Riverside, so. and with the opening possession of the second half, we have Britton uh, still in a quarterback here. Otherwise Behind it, him, he has Sarah, Sarah Blows. We have one, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Pistol formation for Britton. Takes a snap, looks to throw, rolls to his right. Throws it, and it's to the ground and caught by Jewel, but it was thrown to the ground, and it's only a one-yard gain. It'll be second and nine at the 21-yard line for I was Riverside. Just, yep, I was just about to say it was a uh, it was a good catch from Jewel, but it, it, it wasn't where he could catch it and be able to advance forward. He really had to dive for it, so there was, there was nothing, no positive yardage after that. And correction, they're giving him three yards on that catch. It'll be second and seven at the 23. Riverside breaks the huddle. They got Spencer out wide to the right. One receiver out wide to the left. You really want to see Riverside get a something lot of confusion and Riverside needs to call a timeout. Jeez. It, yeah, it, it's really something you really want to see Riverside get something positive here. If, you, if they come away with an empty possession here and Pewaukee scores, it's it's pretty much going to be game over at that point. I mean, even though it's 24 to nothing, and we were kind of talking at, at halftime, I, I, right now I don't think that the score, and it, it might sound weird when we're saying this, but I don't think that the score is indicative of how the game has gone. Uh, for Riverside, I, I do think they feel that Riverside has been pretty competitive here, and it's just a couple of bad plays. They had a turnover uh, that put Pewaukee in really good field position. There was a botched play on the the punt in the first half, the first half a qu quarter actually, that that gave Pewaukee like really good field possession there. So. Just a couple of bad plays here, and it put them down in a, in a, in a spot right here where we're, they're down four possessions. And other scores, it's 28-20, Oak Creek over Union Grove at the half, and Milwaukee Academy of Science up 42-0 at halftime over Cudahy. Quarterback under center, takes a snap, gives it to the deep back, cuts it to the outside, and gets about a short game, maybe two yards before being brought down. And I'm trying to find a number that will be uh, Jackson with the carry. 
And so they're giving, yeah, they're giving them about two yards. So it's it's third and seven. From the it'll be third and about third. And, be third and six. Third and four. Math is hard. <laughs> hey, I, I was told I'm a there would be worker. no math. Yeah, I'm a social worker. My my day job, so I don't do math well. So we got one receiver out wide to the right. We have a receiver close on the left side of the formation. Quarterback under center, I formation. Takes a snap, gives it to Jackson. And he got the corner on the outside. And oh, oh what so a tackle. The break and a great open field tackle by Pewaukee. That was, looks like Shill got the open field tackle. That tackle right there. Jackson. That tackle right there. Sorry, Evan. That tackle saved Pewaukee from Riverside having a huge game. Jackson was gone. There was nobody was behind him. That was a touchdown. There was no one behind him. He had green pastures, uh, green turf. All up in front of them. And it'd be fourth and one at the 29-yard line. Riverside will be going for it. Going back to, it looks like their pistol formation. Nope, quarterback's going to go under center. We have twins receivers both left and right. I think you got to run this. And they... They do, do. A QB draw, and we get a nice game by the quarterback. Britton gets it to the 35-yard line. Needed one, got six, and it'll be first and ten at the 35-yard line with 9.14 to go here in the third quarter. It's 24-0, Pewaukee. And, and what, a, what a good play call there from Riverside with the quarterback sneak. And, and they really caught Pewaukee napping right there. But positive yards, that's a good five-yard gain there for a first down. Riverside breaks the huddle. We have two receivers to the left, to the right, with the receiver just off the hip of the tight end. Pistol formation. Takes a snap, pitches it to the back. He has a corner. Have a flag down for a hold. And it'll be a no gain yeah. for Pewaukee, and it'll be a hold on Riverside. I was just about to say, before you even called it, I said that flag looks like it's in the area of an offensive hold. Yeah. And, and it it's is. a matter of who threw the flag to. So I'm going to get a little technical here. The, the white hat, he's the crew chief, the yes. referee. He's the one that stands behind the quarterback. Um, he's watching for those holds and stuff back behind the line of scrimmage like that. He's watching the quarterback. So that's what he's watching. You have two wings, one at the chains, one uh, on the opposite side of the chains. They're watching the end, the receiver, make sure they're lined up properly. You have the umpire who's watching the guards in the center to see what's going on there. And then you have the deep back, the uh, back judge, who is monitoring the 24-40-second clock and the pass down the field if it's pass interference. And, and when you have those off-tackle wide runs, it's much easier for the officials to be able to call those holds as opposed to if it's like one of those grinded out right in the middle. They don't really don't, don't have a good uh, visual on those. Nope. And we have uh, two receivers to the left, one to the right, pistol formation, back behind the quarterback, takes a snap, looks to throw, has to run, gets sacked. The second sack of the Andrew game. Andrew Jones on the initial pressure. He got away from Jones, but not able to get away from the other defenders from Pewaukee. And it'll be a third and very long as he gets brought down at about the 16-yard line. Had the ball to 25. 
not a, not a good play here for Riverside. And the back needed to do a better job stepping up and getting that blitzer. And that blitz is what kind of screwed that play up to begin with. Yeah, when they're when they're bringing everybody on obvious passing downs. Yeah, they brought be Jones, able. and it was the back's job to pick up Jones, and he kind of olayed him a little bit. Um, tried to hit him. Instead of using his feet, tried to reach for him with his hands and didn't get there, and he got around him and forced the quarterback out of the pocket. Got to protect your... Yep. Your ball hand. Two receivers there. to the left, two to the right. Shot pistol formation takes the snap, throws the ball caught by Jewel, and he fighting to get back to the 25 yard line. Looked like he was going to get brought down after a shorter game, but fights to get to the 25, and it'll be third and 25 for Riverside. And they're given the 24 yard line. 24 yard line. 12 and counting. So now, if you're Riverside, it's again you're just take trying to take this. You're, you're obviously not going to get a 24 points all back at once. You just want to try to get first down by first down. You want to get a couple of those, get your offense some confidence, get them rolling, and then be able to to, to really drive something home. Milwaukee's defense really rolling right now and, and playing with a lot of confidence. And late getting set up. One receiver right to the left. Pistol formation. The back slightly to the left. Quarterback takes the snap. Looks to throw. Rolls out. Throws the ball over the middle. That's and it. it. Ooh, incomplete. Almost intercepted. He threw it back over the middle towards number nine, Jackson, and not able to come down with it. It'll be fourth and... 21 at the 24-yard line. Hmm. And I know that that was an obvious passing down, but I really wish that Riverside would have been able to try to establish uh, a, a better run game here tonight to try to keep them off, to try to keep Pewaukee off balance. I mean, they, they're they just sitting back there. They've got a nickel defense, and they're, they're, they're going back there and, and, and waiting for those passes, and that one was almost intercepted. Pewaukee got their hands on that ball. Yep, I'm sure Pewaukee would, would wish they could have that one back. Show back deep for Pewaukee. The punt is off, and it's a low line drive bouncing to the 45 and going to the 44-yard line before it comes to a stop. All right, well, Riverside's got a... See what they can come away with positive defensively here as well. If you can stop Pewaukee from scoring, I think that's a small victory. You look at the small victories from here on out here. And yep, if they can definitely. find a way to, to slow down Pewaukee's run game, run attack, you, you want to build off of things like that before you're – when, you, when you're going into practice this week for, for whatever Coach Pat Wagner wants to uh, – Wants to work on and for your week, next game, your next game next week. Pewaukee getting right up to the line of scrimmage here. Wait, taking no time. They have looks like one receiver out wide to the right, tight end here on the left. Uh, back goes in motion, gives it to the tailback, up back, Jones. and Jones gets to about the fifty before he's brought down. It'll be second and short. Jones has had one heck of Andrew Jones for Pewaukee has had one heck of a game here this evening. About a sixth carry, but he's working on yep. 60 plus yards right now. 
And we want to thank you all for tuning in to the first, uh, the first out of many Truth Gridiron Game of the Week. Catch us every Friday here. Pre-game show starting at 6.30. Kickoff at 7 every Friday here on the new 101.7 The Truth presented by Gruber Law Offices. Takes the snap, looks to throw. Deep ball and... He's got a step. Did he get in? No, he did not come down in bounds. And it looked like it was a deep pass to Jones, but not able to get his feet in bounds on that. Correct. And that was Shill. I thought it was Jones for a second, too. That two and that seven look awfully close to yeah. each other. But I'll tell you what, Logan Schill, even though he was out of bounds, the effort that he put forth to get his feet in bounds, he looks like he has some pretty nifty footwork over there. As, a, as one of their top receivers. And he does have a 10-yard touchdown reception in this yep. game. And we have the ace formation. Fullback right behind the quarterback. Takes a snap. Fakes the handoff. Gives it to the, the back coming around in motion. Breaks a couple games. Gets the first down. And it'll be first down at the 40. The back on that. Ryan Borkman gets a nice gain there. Gets it into Riverside territory. And Riverside was able to get some pretty good penetration into the backfield, but Borkman had just had some elusiveness to him, and he was able to get away and, and, and start heading upfield. Another first down for Pewaukee. When you're going up against this offense that Pewaukee's running, when you have these two wing guys coming in motion and going towards the quarterback at the snap of the ball, you got to be very gap sure, very gap conscious, because if one guy is now he's supposed to be, you're going to get a big gain. Same formation, two wing backs, full back behind the quarterback. Borkman in motion, gets the ball, finds a corner, gets about four yards before being brought down. And then you've got to watch the quarterback because the quarterback can always keep it in those situations. Or he can give it to Jones. So you have a lot Absolutely. of guys you have to watch. You have the two wings, the quarterback, the fullback. You have to watch on those plays. And your defensive line and linebackers have to play gap sure to not give up any running lanes because that's pretty much what they're looking for. They're looking for one guy who went too deep into the backfield or too far one way or the other, and that's the lane they're looking for in those situations. And Pewaukee being very methodical here, not in any kind of a rush with a running clock of 424. Quarterback gives it to Jones. Jones finds a hole, and he's got a big gain and takes it inside the 20-yard line for Jones, and it'll be 18-yard line. Big run by Jones. 20-yard gain, and it'll be first and 10 at the 18. Yeah, Andrew Jones again. Uh, a really good game yardage-wise here this evening for Pewaukee. Getting all those tough, grinded-out inside yards. Yeah, I think there was an outfielder for the Braves named Andrew Jones. There was. I think, I think his son just got drafted this year in the draft, Drew Jones. And that Andrew, that Andrew spelled his <laughs> name with a U yeah. at the end of it. So same formation, takes a snap, gives it to the back, and he's got a touchdown. He's in. Trying to see a number here. I think it's Borkman. No? Yes. Yep, Borkman with the 18-yard uh, touchdown run to make it 30 to nothing. See, I couldn't tell if it was a one or a four. Yeah, their jerseys are kind of tough here from a, from a distance. Yeah. You got the red on the white, and it's hard to tell. Our, our monitors are uh, <laughs> in the shop right now. so <laughs> Kick is up, and it is good. 
and it'll be 31 to nothing with 3.57 to go here in the third quarter. Pewaukee up 31 nothing. You're listening to The Truth, Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 101.7 The Truth. We'll be back in 30 seconds. about self-care these days advice on ways to relax exercise eat healthy and more those are all great but one of the most important self-care steps we can take is making sure we're financially secure later in life that means saving money for retirement it's never too late to start and it's the kind of self-care that brings peace of mind that lasts for small steps you can take to save for retirement visit we say save that's we say save a message from aarp and the ad council Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to The Truth Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price. Welcome back here to Vincent Stadium. Riverside down 31-0 into Pewaukee. Pewaukee just scored, making it 31-0, and they're on for the kickoff. And the kick is off. It is deep. And Riverside is going to let it bounce into the end zone for a touchback. And the Riverside ball at the 20-yard line with 3.51 to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, I think if you're if you're Riverside, again, I sound like a broken record, but you still want to definitely try to work on some positive stuff that you can take into practice this week and for your game next week. So I, I still would like to see one or two first downs at the very least on this drive right here. Maybe try to establish uh, a run game because if you're, if you're still passing and you're, you get some incompletions, you're not running much time off of the clock and you're giving Pewaukee the ball back much quicker. So I would like to see some run plays be be effective here for Riverside. Run a little bit of clock off. Riverside breaks the huddle. We have twins to the left, one receiver out to the right. More of a traditional shotgun formation with a wing back to the left. Takes a snap, a hot bobbles it, looks has to tuck it and run. And he gets to the maybe one yard loss. Yeah. Almost got back to the line of scrimmage. Second uh, bad snap here tonight for Riverside. With a one-yard loss. And injury on the field. Oh, looks like he's injured. Yeah. So while he's being tended to by the trainer on Pewaukee's side, I'm going to go back around scores in the area. We have two rivers up 35 to nothing over Random Lake. Hartford down to Waukesha West, 28-21 to 21 in the fourth quarter. Janesville Parker beating Burlington High School. We're seeing school 28-18. to 18. William Horlick, the Horlick Rebels, up 27 to nothing. Muskego beating Verona, 28 to nothing. St. Catharines up 33 to nothing. Waukesha South leading Milwaukee Lutheran, who you can hear here on the airwaves next week, 21 to 6. My screen just refreshed on me, so give me a second. Maguanago beating Milwaukee Hamilton, 45 to 22 in the third quarter. I almost gave our score, <laughs> but they do have it wrong. Oh, they fixed it. It looked like it was 33 nothing for a second, but 
Anyways, Wauwatosa East losing to Nathan Hale, 63-7 to in the third quarter. Oak Creek beating Union Grove, 35-20. to New Berlin West in the half, leading 21 to nothing. Whitefish Bay, 10, Grafton, 7. Homestead and Germantown still 7-0. It still says it's in the half, but I'm guessing it's probably in the second half by now. Racine Cates up 10-9 over Beloit Memorial. Arrowhead up 14-10 over Marquette University. And Catholic Memorial beating Franklin 21-14, the battle of state champion. Mesquigo right. 28 to nothing. And Jalen Britton is up now and he is limping off the field, but at least he's up and he's walking off under his own power. So that, that's a very good thing. Yeah. Hope is there's hopefully just like a cramp or something. You hope it's nothing serious. But now Riverside's got to change. It is a little muggy out here, so. Yeah, they, Riverside's got to change quarterbacks here, so. It'll either be Jewel or um, Pickett, as those are the two talking to the coach right now. And we're going to have a timeout, Riverside. And it looks like it will be Jewel as he take, took off the receiver's gloves and tossed him to yeah, the Yeah, I was about to say, just from based on their stats last year, Jewel did yeah. receive, the, he was the second quarterback, he did receive some snaps Oops. last year. Uh, 286 yards on the season with four passing touchdowns. Uh, what a, you know, a, a good athlete. Yeah. Good little football player, yeah. Tobias Jewell is. And you've seen him catch the ball a couple times and be able to make some guys miss to get some extra yards. So I'm guessing we'll probably see a quarterback run a little bit more here as we uh, wait to see what's going on with Britain. And it looks like they're uh, stretching them out on the sidelines. And that's something that, yeah, you could be right if they're stretching them. That's that's possible cramps right there. Yeah. I was thinking maybe an ankle or something like that, but you're not really stretching yeah. For an ankle injury, so hopefully there's, he, he can get some fluids in him and, yeah. and, and and get back out there. Or maybe not get back out there and let Tobias finish it. At, at this point, you know, you're down 31. You may not want your starting quarterback to no. risk another injury. And we have trips to the right, one receiver to the left. The third receiver to the right is pretty close to the tackle. Takes the snap. Gives it to the, keeps the ball. Instant action. Finds a lane, and we have a nice run by Jewel, but a 12-yard run, and they needed 11. First and 10, Riverside. Wow, Tobias Jewel comes in playing quarterback, and he's instant action right off the bat. That was a nice play fake. It it, it was, and he looks like he's got some elusiveness to him. He was able to make a... Uh, you know, step back a little bit to, in order to get, create some space for himself and running down the left side of the field there. So now the ball is spotted at the left hash mark. Yeah. And we have 320 and counting left in the third quarter. One timeout left for Riverside. All three timeouts for Pewaukee. 31 nothing lead for Pewaukee. Same formation as before. Three receivers to your right. Standard shotgun formation. Jewel making sure his guys are lined up properly. Takes a snap. Keeps the ball. And nice job by Pewaukee. Sniffing it out. The defensive end. 
stayed with his man, didn't take the, the, the back, stayed with the quarterback, and brought him down after a two-yard loss. Yeah, if he walk, he's like, well, you got us with that once, but now we know what you can do. They got some really good penetration yeah. in there. The offensive line didn't really get uh, you know, a good chance to really defend right there. So, And I was talking about Pewaukee's offense before on how you have to be very gap-sure with what it looks like they're trying to do with Jewel now in the game, some zone read. You guys got to be very key. on. You, know, you have to be on your keys. The defensive end has to have the quarterback. Linebacker on that side has to have the back or vice versa, depending on how they're lining it up defensively. And they did a great job on it. So they're back in the pistol formation. We have two receivers to your right, one to your, to your left, and they're going more of a tight formation to your right. The receivers are stacked. Puts them in motion, takes a snap, and quarterback tries to find the corner. He can't, and he gets stopped for a one-yard loss. Looks like some pre-snap confusion there for Riverside. A little bit, but, you know, Pewaukee looks like they've got their ears pinned back right now and they're just ready to tee off on every single play here. Clock is still running. You got 128 left here in the third quarter, third and 13. I really would like to see Riverside get another first down and kind of extend this drive. Yep, and it's third and 13, 31-yard line of Riverside, taking a lot of time in the huddle. One timeout left for Riverside. You have twins receivers each way. Pistol formation. Takes the snap. Looks to throw. Tucks and runs. Gets a nice yardage and ran out of bounds at about the 38-yard line. Well short of the first down. It'll be fourth and about seven or eight. They're going to give him the 39-yard line. It's going to be fourth and about six. Big play right here. I was kind of taking a look at at Britain on the sideline here, and the trainer looked like she was trying to massage the uh, the Achilles tendon there for a little bit. So, be interested to see what's going on. Yeah, be interested to see what's going on with him. Maybe it's a strap calf strain too. You never know. Fourth and five, less than a minute to go. Looks to throw, and almost intercepted by Nick. Borkman and the pass was intended for Spencer and it'll be turnover on down 45 seconds to go here in the third quarter it'll be first and 10 at the 39 yard line for Pewaukee and as you mentioned if it gets uh, you had mentioned if you get a touchdown here it will be a we'll running run clock yep and being that it's in the going to be in the fourth quarter it'll stay a running clock even if they get with back within 35. If it's in the third, I think the first half or third quarter, if they get back within 35, the running clock stops. But if yeah, if, at this point, it's just going to keep running. Right. If if that happens, if Pewaukee scores a touchdown here on this drive, and the the clock is only going to be stopped for timeouts and uh, Turn scores and, and scores, turnovers, yeah. yeah, and scores. Shotgun formation takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws oh, wow. it deep down the field, Big caught and brought down at the three-yard line, pass to Logan Schill, and that was a great deep ball there, gain of about 37, 36 yards, 
They're going to spot him at the one, so a gain of 38 yards. Yeah, I, I could see the expression from Shill. He thought he was in. It was a good call by the officials. He was down short. Yeah. Where the ball is when the knee went down, and the ball was not over the plane when he went down. Coach Frisky right there on that play call, just going for the jugular yep. and trying to put this thing away. And that was, again, you know, when you've got a, a kid with a, a, a rocket arm like Dober's, <laughs> uh, Doberstein does, yeah. I mean, you know. Doberstein, yeah. He's only a sophomore, too. Yeah, only a sophomore. You know, you let your horses run. 6'1", 185. He looks a little bigger than 185, but takes a snap, gives a handoff, and touchdown. And looking like it might be Andrew Jones. Yeah, I couldn't tell, but I would guess with that being a the fullback, it's probably Jones on that. And Riverside, I mean, Pewaukee coming in for the point after attempt. Nice kicker, too, that they have in Jack Kaiser, who... Nailed a field goal before halftime, and he's perfect thus far on his extra points. And see if he can make it 38 to nothing with 18 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And it's a different kicker this time. Michael Griffith in on that kick for Pewaukee. And it'll be 38 to nothing with 18 seconds to go in the third quarter. Wow. And now we're now we're into it. So and you're probably going to see on uh, Pewaukee's side a lot of changes in personnel now. Get your young guys in, guys that uh, you want to get some reps to. Absolutely. See what they can give you uh, going into your tough conference season where you got Catholic Memorial on your schedule. Yeah, you definitely want to get your, your your young guys some, some run and some action out here. Uh you know, any kind of experience out here is, is, is going to be good. And, you know, it's a, it's a good chance to get your starters out and get them some rest. But this was a this was a team with a lot of turnover here. They got a nice little mix of, of upperclassmen with a few and they, underclassmen going in here. Yeah, get them some experience. They're getting their number two kicker some experience, too, in Michael Griffith. And the kick is up and away. Deep kick. That's going to be a touchback. And it'll be Riverside Ball at the 20-yard line, and we will have a running clock from the snap of this football. Should be the last play of the third quarter. Well, I tell you, Evan, what a great job that they've done out here by adding this this new stadium for the MPS schools to, to play in. I still remember back in the day there was a football field here, and once or twice they, they did let Vincent play here, but there were there were wood bleachers and there were no lights. <laughs> And I do remember calling a game where it got dark, and, and, and I swear, they drove cars over here to get the headlights on it just so they could finish the game. Yeah. It was a Vincent Bayview game. It went to like three or four overtimes from what I remember. Just amazing how far we've come. Nice turf here, out here and good track. Shotgun, pistol for a quarterback under center. Looks like it's Britton again. Fumbles the snap, fumbles it, just jumps on it, and lets the play end. And that should leave us to the end of the first quarter, and it will. And after three quarters, it is Pewaukee 38, Riverside nothing. You're listening to The Truth, Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 1017 The Truth. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. More of The Truth, Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices, coming up on 1017 The Truth. 
never miss a moment of that action on the Tory Low Show on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, 1017thetruth.com, and streaming on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. After a serious crash with a semi truck, everything can change instantly. Your future, your family's future, your quality of life. That's why knowledge and results matter big truck cases. And not all law firms have the know-how or the resources to handle these complicated cases. At Grunberg Law Offices, we have the experience it takes to make sure you're protected. And there is never a fee until we win your case. Grunberg Law Offices. One call, that's all. All your favorite 1017 The Truth content whenever you want. The Truth app has it all. The Truth is on 1017 and 1510 WGKB Waukesha, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to The Truth Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price. And we are back here in the fourth quarter. The first play in the fourth quarter is a short gain by running back James Clark. And it'll be third and about eight. For Milwaukee Riverside. 11.40 to play in the fourth quarter. We will have a running clock for the remainder of this game. They will only stop on timeouts, official timeouts, injury timeouts, or scores. Britton is back in at quarterback, which is good to see. Yes, it is. Looks like he uh, was just maybe a cramp or got dinged up a little bit, but him yeah. being back out there is good to see. Yeah, I'm glad that young man is able to re-enter this ball game. He was down for quite a while. You yeah. were reading off a lot of scores from other games. I was getting a little worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> More of a traditional, well, pistol formation. Fullback to his right, deep tailback. Takes a snap, bobbles it, gives it to the back. And Clark gets a nice gain to about the 28-yard line. And it'll be fourth and about one or two yards here for Riverside. Correction, it'll be about fourth and one. Just want a first down right here. You know, let's let's build on something if you're Riverside. You kind of have a bad angle to the official on the far side, so I couldn't quite tell where he was lining up. Quarterback sneak worked. The last time they had a fourth and short. I don't know if you want to run to the well too often, but, I mean, you know, if it works, working until they stop it, right? Single eye formation. We have doubles, uh, two, two receivers both ways. Burton under center takes a snap, fumbles the snap, and it'll be Pewaukee ball regardless at about the 25, 27-ish yard line. Looks like the 28. 28, 27. 27, somewhere in there. And so now that's another short field for Pewaukee. I'm not sure if uh, Coach Frisky wants to go up up top again, but, you know, he'd probably be better off just running the ball out. And as we wait for this play to resume, St. Catherine leading Racine Lutheran, 39 to nothing. St. Thomas Moore, 14. St. Francis, nothing. Homestead up 14 to nothing now in the fourth quarter. Waukesha West, 35. Hartford, 21. 
some great football action going around the area week one of the 2022 high school football season and you can listen to the truth gridiron game of the week presented by gruber law offices each and every friday here on the new 1017 the truth be either my will be myself for every every pregame show and then for play-by-play be tony Cartanara and warren price bringing you the action every friday and i have two other games that i will be coming in to do play-by-play for as well i always felt it was pretty cool that the first week of the first game of football started before school starts yeah. and most of the schools are starting next MP- week i think mps started this week though if I'm not mistaken, they started early. You are correct, but yeah. most most of the other schools, yeah. the suburban schools or private schools yeah. or whatever, they're starting next week. Like we're seeing unified school district start September 1st. Others yeah. start next week. Takes a snap, gives it to the back, and gets a couple before he gets brought down. Dawson Farah is a new tailback for Pewaukee. That was a nice tackle there from from Riverside. I couldn't see that young man's jersey number but some nice penetration into the backfield oh they got him for no game i thought he got about a yard but you know but it's it's pretty cool though when you get the when you're able to get the student body together and you have your pep rallies for the big football games and stuff it's just all part of the high school experience and we're gonna have a timeout by riverside as coach uh frisky had a concern about the way things were lined up and well we're at seven minutes and 45 yeah. seconds left here after with, with a stop clock after that time out yep and we're going to step away here for 30 seconds as well you're listening to the truth gridiron game of the week presented by gruber law offices Or I think we're going to leave it here. I couldn't remember if we had another break left or not, but I guess we're going to leave it here as Pewaukee gets out of the timeout. The umpire is standing over the ball as the ready-for-play whistle has not been blown yet. I also want to give a shout-out to the security here at Vincent Stadium and, and Mr. Halsey. I think that they do a great, a great job of uh, keeping the order around here. We have a pro set formation, one receiver to the left. We have a tight end on the right and a wing back to the left. Takes a snap, gives it to the back, and he gets a nice game before being brought down. Royce Burr on that carry for correction. Jackson Servies on that carry. Seven-yard carry by Servies. Just Pewaukee's got so many... Ball hand ball carriers that they can give a carry to here. So many running backs. Little delayed handoff. It'll be fourth and sh- fourth and short here for Pewaukee, and they're likely going to go for it. Keep the uh, the clock's going to run regardless, but you don't need to take a field goal here. No. No sense in trying to kick her out. Big thank you to Kyle Wallace for producing the halftime show here for us and uh, arranging this broadcast and the partnership with Gruber Law Offices, uh, bringing you the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week. Thank you to Warren Price for joining me here tonight as well. Takes a snap, quarterback sneak, and gets a nice gain before being taken down. 
I, I tell you, Evan, like I said before, it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this historic event here. The first ever gridiron game of the week here on 1017 The Truth. And just to be just to be a part of it is just, just such an honor. First and ten at the twenty yard line. Clock is running. Six minutes to go here in the game. Pro set formation. One receiver to your right takes a snap. Quarterback keeps it, rolls to his left, throws it, and it wow. is caught in the end zone for the touchdown by the Pewaukee Pirates to extend the lead to 44 to nothing. Pewaukee has really worked that right corner for Riverside and just on just on the right side of their defense. That's the second touchdown that was thrown in that corner on a on a fade route. And we apologize for not giving you the I didn't catch who caught the ball there for uh, Pewaukee, as it was hard to tell. Connor Huff. Connor Huff. Connor on that catch, and the kick is good, and it is 45 to nothing with 5.46 to play here in the game. You're listening to The Truth, Gridiron Game of the Week, presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 1017 The Truth. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Spending more time at home with family? Don't forget that the new 1017 The Truth is on your smart speaker. Just ask Alexa to open 1017 The Truth and have Milwaukee Black Talk coming live through your speakers. Okay, here's the truth. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together, touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure, supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment, finding fulfillment through enrichment, serving and improving. What a way to live and what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at YMCA.org for a better us. Nothing like Friday night lights on the gridiron. You are listening to The Truth Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price. And we have a return here by Riverside. First kickoff return of the game by Riverside. And they get to about the 30. All the other kicks have gone into the end zone or out of bounds. Good, nice return there. Taking it to about the 30-yard line will be first and 10 with about 525 to go here in the fourth quarter. And we'll see what... We'll see what kind of action we get here. Yep, Riverside going with the same offensive personnel as they've had most of the game. Uh, as like, you know. Yeah, they're, they're still kind of running the same stuff. You know, Pewaukee, I have to give credit to the Pewaukee defense here. Well, obviously you have to if they're, you know, up 45 points. But still in all, they've done a nice job of being able to contain. Because this Riverside offense looks like it can be extremely dangerous with the with the athletes and the, the spreading spreading out receivers and stuff in a, in a nice, decent little passing game. Britton takes a snap, fakes, gives the jet sweep to the back. Looks like he was brought down, but he got away from it. And Jewel goes out of bounds at about the 31-yard line, a gain of one. Player is almost broken up at the right in the backfield. 
good penetration by that Pewaukee defensive line. And Jewel has Jewel definitely has some elusiveness to him, whether he's playing quarterback or whether he's playing running back and getting that little jet sweep right there. Like I said, he's a he's a good little player. I, I'd like to see a, a a little bit more of him this season and, and how he ends up turning out. Yep, he's definitely a playmaker, and you want to get the ball in his hands really any way you can. John Crimes in the backfield. It looks like behind Britton in the pistol formation. We have two receivers left, two out to the right. Quarterback lifts his leg, takes the snap, fakes the jet sweep, keeps it this time, gets to about the 35-yard line before being brought down to bring up a third and about five. Boy, talk about the toughness of, of Jalen Britton here. You know, came out with an injury. Now he's back in. He's taking hits. And, well, he is a gamer. That I'll tell is. you that. He's a, he's a gamer. He's, he's a trooper. He's, he wants to finish this game here. And still, you know, taking hits, taking big hits like that, but getting right back up, showing that it, he's not affected by it. And that, that his teammates can rally around that as well. Back in the pistol formation, one receiver to your left. Two backs in the backfield with the quarterback. Sends a hand in motion. Pitches it to Jackson. And nice game by Jackson as he breaks it to the 50-yard line. Big game by Jackson. Gets about 15 yards before being brought down, showing his explosiveness. Well, Jamira Jackson is, is their leading rusher here this evening, and he has had some impressive runs. And there was another one that he had in the first half where it looked like he just I think missed was Logan, breaking one for a touchdown. Yeah, I think Logan Schill got that tackle for Pewaukee, and it was a boy, that was a, a, a touchdown saving tackle right there. Jamira Jackson had a lot of green ahead of him. 2.33 to go here in the game. Pewaukee up 45 to nothing. Ball at the 49-yard line, so 14-yard game. Same formation as before. Pistol formation. Two backs behind the quarterback and a pro set. Sends the man in motion. Ball's on the ground. Snap quarterback picks it up and gets taken down with a couple-yard loss and looked like it possibly could have been a face mask as the guy's hand did get high on the quarterback on that tackle. And, and that's what Britton was... That's what Britton was trying to signal there. That he, he felt like he did get his face mask grab, but no call at, at, at this point. I, I think safety calls like that still should be called no matter what the, the situation is in the game, even if it's a, a, a lopsided game like it is right now. But, you know, one first down at a time. Just get some positive stuff going here, something to build on for practice for the rest of this week. Riverside breaks the huddle. Same formation. James Clark checked into the game. He's out wide to your left. You have one receiver wide to the right. Quarterback takes the snap, gives it to the back, makes it one. Oh, fumbles the ball. Wow. Tried to make a man miss, but fumbled it and recovered by Pewaukee. And it'll be Pewaukee football with a minute 15 and counting at about the 48-yard line of Riverside. Probably going to just take a knee, a couple knees here. And, uh, you know, you have 40 seconds here. That, that's what I would Probably think. Probably just let it run out. Yeah, that's what I would think that Pewaukee would do. Is it's, and that, that right there was an exclamation point for Pewaukee. And that, I believe, is the second turnover of the game. The for regular, Actually, I th you, you're right. I think it is the third turnover of the game. And, uh, you know, if there is something that, that Riverside can take into practice this week, I think it's a, it's the, uh, the, the center quarterback snap exchange right there. Because there have been a, quite a few snaps that were low. And, and 
the first turnover that Riverside had was because of a of, of a bad snap being in the pistol formation. So, yeah. you, know, you know, just little things that you want to kind of build on and tighten up if you're Riverside before you get into that conference season. Should be the last play of the game. This takes a knee, and that should do it. As we're at 17 seconds to go, clock is running. We're going to have a 45 to nothing final here at Vincent Stadium. We're going to wrap things up when we come back on the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week postgame show. You're listening to the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 101.7 The Truth. Want more truth with Sherwin Hughes? You can now stream on demand all day, every day by downloading the Truth app or streaming on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher, Milwaukee Black Talk, 1017 The Truth. Many business owners, entrepreneurs, and independent contractors can't stop themselves from spending all the money as it comes in, then incurring debt to pay taxes and other obligations. Help is available now. Debtors Anonymous is a 12-step recovery program to help people and businesses stop incurring new unsecured debt. Request free program literature at helpfordebtors.org. That's helpfordebtors.org. I'm Tumani. When I was younger, I may have did some stupid things. I committed some crimes. I even got shot. But I'm not a criminal. That's right. I'm Jamal. I work for Youth Advocate Programs. Yeah, I was Tumani's advocate, helping him stay out of jail, stay in the neighborhood, get a job, and work hard to see a better future for himself. If you have a change of mindset, you can have a change of action. As a little kid, I experienced trauma and I acted out. Made some mistakes, but I'm not a mistake. No, she's a good student and a great kid. As Jalen's YAP advocate, I'm always here for her. With the Youth Advocate Programs, I was able to connect with Jalen. YAP is a community-based alternative to youth incarceration, congregate placement, and neighborhood violence. After completing our program, 86% of participants were arrest-free. YAP works. And now, I'm a YAP advocate, helping kids like me find a better way. Youth advocate programs. Others talk social change. We make it happen. Learn how at yapinc.org. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org love. This is the Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now, live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt Tallison and Warren Price. Welcome back to the Gridiron, the Truth Gridiron Game of the Week post-game show as this game is final, 45 to nothing, Pewaukee, as Pewaukee uh, gets this victory in week one. 
of the 2022 high school football season. Going to get quick games in the area before we wrap things up. Wauwatosa West leading Madison West 24 to nothing in the fourth quarter. New Berlin uh, West leading Whitnow 35 to nothing. Horlick High School leading Milwaukee Co-op 35 to six in the fourth quarter. Whitefish Bay trailing Grafton 14 to nothing. Homestead 14-7 lead in the fourth quarter. Fond du Lac leading Kettle Moraine 28 to 14. St. Thomas Moore 22, St. Francis 6 in the fourth. Kettle Moraine, sorry, I already said Kettle Moraine. Catholic Memorial 28, Franklin 21 in the fourth. Ooh, wow. Hartford trailing Waukesha West 35 to 28. Oak Creek leading Union Grove 49 to 26 in the fourth quarter. Waukesha South 42, Milwaukee Lutheran 6. Bullet Memorial up 15 to 10 over Racine Case. Arrowhead 22, Milwaukee, I'm sorry, Marquette University School 17. And my screen keeps refreshing on me. Um, Oconomowoc 35, Watertown 7. And uh, that should, correction, uh, Nathan Hale 63, uh, Wallatosa East 7, and Lodi beat Martin Luther 37 to nothing. So those are the scores around the area. Uh, one more, McGuanago beat Hamilton 52 to 28. So apologize being a little scattered here on the score as my screen keeps refreshing on me that I'm looking at for the scoreboard. But with that said, 45 nothing, uh, Pewaukee victory. And before we do wrap things up, your quick thoughts on the game here tonight. Well, my quick thoughts is uh, I'm. I'm pretty impressed with the way the Pewaukee handled themselves here this evening. You know, a non-conference tilt here to try to get things going for them before they get into their conference schedule. They Their defense looked very impressive. They did have three sacks. They also had three turnovers in this ball game. A little sloppy at times on offense with the penalties. They had like five penalties for about 50 yards. These are unofficial stats, of course. But nonetheless, uh, did a nice job of gaining first downs, and I was impressed, very impressed with their their quarterback, uh, Dober Doberstein, and he he with the arm that he has, and Logan Schill, uh, good good receiver. I mean, Pewaukee's going to have a great a fine season. And as far as Riverside, they can build off of some things here. You just want to tighten up some of your passing game, some of the short little passes, the quick hitters that they can take to get some 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 yards and extend some drives with some first downs. Uh, they had a nice. They have some good athletes. I was very impressed with Tobias Jewell here this evening, um, among others. You know, Jaden Pickett, a Cole City Conference Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. They've got a good foundation to build off of with some uh, with some upperclassmen and some and a nice little mix of underclassmen. But the the season is going to be better for Riverside. That's for sure. Yeah. It's- it definitely will be better for Riverside. They have a nice stretch of games coming up for them. Same with uh, Pewaukee. Uh, Pewaukee looks like they're ready to try to defend that state championship that they won last year in Madison, the gold ball. Uh, we will be back here. Well, I'll be doing the pregame show. It'll be Tony Cartagena and uh, Warren here and on the on the call here. And it'll be Wilmot Union versus Milwaukee Lutheran. Pre-game show, 6.30, right here on the new 101.7 The Truth. The game kick off at about 7 and should be a fun game. Thank you for listening to the inaugural 
uh, Truth Gridiron Game of the Week here on the new 1017 The Truth, presented by Gruber Law Offices for Kyle Wallace, for Warren Price, for Garbri, uh Wesley. Yes, Wesley. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a great night, great weekend, and we'll talk to you all next week. This has been the Gridiron Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices on the new 101.7 The Truth. This has been your Truth Gridiron Game of the Week presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Join the truth next Friday for another exciting game of the week between the Milwaukee Lutheran Knights and the Wilmot Union Panthers on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.